I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the UK Film Review Podcast. Once again, the new film releases section. I'm Robert State and once again I'm joined by my good friend Jack. Hi, happy to be back. Thank you very much for having me, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we are back on track reviewing uh, another new release. Uh, This time the return to the Predator franchise, Prey. Uh, This is set hundreds of years in the past, following Naru, a member of the Comanche tribe that has the desire to prove herself as a worthy hunter, but in the process comes up against a member of the Predator race that has come to Earth to hunt. Uh, So, first things first, um, I think we should probably say what we think of the prior Predator films, uh, of which there were like four of them. Uh, we can just like go through this very quickly. Um, I'm going to be honest. I've seen the first one and thought it was good, and then I've not really been interested in a lot of the rest of them. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. got my thoughts on it, to be honest. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, I, I, I think that kind of works. Like, I, I think that whether you've seen the other films or whether you've just seen the first one, or even if you've seen none of them, honestly, I think this film works perfectly well. I'd agree with that. I because but but to kind of summarize, I mean, obviously, yeah, uh, Predator, the first one, yeah, is really good, and I think what makes it really good is that on the surface, it seems like um, it seems like a typical like sci-fi action horror movie, but there's kind of there's quite a lot of smartness to it, like um, in terms of how like uh, uh, the conflict and the build up and the structure is handled, uh, in terms of how the film itself is like very much it's basically a slasher movie on red bull in that it's like all about putting like getting a team of the toughest guys ever on film and then just killing them one by one and showing the main character having to like you know basically like resort to this kind of um this much more like primitive way of killing this advanced hunter uh it works really well it's obviously got all these iconic moments that you know everybody knows about um 
and yeah i just i i think yeah it holds up very well no, um, it's just no it completely flips the script on what that kind of movie seems like it starts like it's going to be some typical action but you know action action film from the 80s and it's very quickly becomes a horror film once the predator shows up i know yeah 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 mm-hmm. it just becomes this very primal psychological mess which is really fun yeah definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and One it does i actually think prey works because when predator works it's because of how primal it gets and how kind of nitty-gritty and desperate it gets, and that's kind of what Prey is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll just briefly say before we get on to Prey as well, is that, uh, you, you know, so so I've seen the Predator sequels as well, and and I, I would say that, like, so so the main two that are kind of a, bit, a little bit debated on whether or not, like, like what one's better is would be Predator 2 and Predators. And uh, both of them, I think, are decent. They're not as good as the first movie, but I still think that they are pretty good. And, um, you know, they have individual strengths and weaknesses. Uh, but I think, you know, like, it, like they, 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 they kind of, they, they sort of work as these, like, kind of sort of different ways of following up the first film. Uh, you know, in this, but this one goes in a different direction in that it's a prequel. And uh, it does include elements... It, like definitely from the first one but also even a couple of like mild elements from predator 2 and uh you know you even like you get this sense that you're seeing like the backstory to the franchise uh but you know but to get on to prey immediately because we might as well i mean you know i i i like because because obviously we're here to review prey so we, we might just well just get onto it um <clears throat> Prey, uh, uh, Prey, I thought was very solid. Uh, I think what works quite well about it is that you know I think it like one of the issues of the Predator sequels is that um, pr- particularly the Predator, which I'm not even going to talk about because it's bad, but like that I think they kind of you know what they did was they were introducing new aspects to the Predator like mythos and the lore, but I think this film makes the wise effort of mostly stripping that away but still kind of somewhat having it there. Like, it's a bit there, but it's not really... It's it's not the focus of the movie by any means. It's just... It's not the focus at all. I think so I think what makes Prey work really well, and I, I really like the film as yeah. well, but I think I think it's the way it sets up tension, like, really, really immediately. Like, because it sets up the Predator by setting up other Predators and how tough mm-hmm. they are, and then having the Predator pick up the Predators that the tribe are currently scared of. Mm-hmm. Before we, you know, we get the first encounter, which I think is just great because that you know the, the tribe's already like got this kind of fearful reputation built up around like you know the lion, for example, and things like that. And it's shown to be this really horrifically tough thing to get to get down. That, and you you see the tribe kind of getting picked off by these things throughout. So you're kind of there like, okay, I understand the world, I understand the threat, I understand the primal thing, and then. And then the predator comes down like it's some absolute class above, mm-hmm. and I think I think doing it like that makes it so much more you know, horror-inducing because you know you get the impression that this thing is just on an absolute another level. Is it any of them? And I think that's I think that really is really really good for setting up setting up the stakes for kind of get you know getting up its narrative of. Um, Kind of overcoming adversity through playing smart, rather than adversity mm-hmm. through playing smart, rather than just merely being bullheaded about it and charging at the problem. 
Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I agree. Because you can kind of see that in both of the main characters as well. You can see like, like Naru is a bit like that, but she kind of slowly adapts as the film goes on. Whereas you get the sense that the Predator starts out smart and then just becomes a bit cocky, um, you know, because uh, I think because what I quite liked about the opening is that you sort of get this like, again, you do get this sort of parallel where you actually see the Predator on its own. You don't really fully see it because it's mostly camouflaged, but you see it starting out very small, like just skinning a snake and then taking on a wolf. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's at first meant to, you know, it seemingly gives the indication that this is kind of a young predator that might just be like starting out, um, you know, beyond it just being in the past, this is also seems like this predator's first time doing stuff. But then as it kind of, you know, as it goes on, like it fought, like it kills a bear and stuff. And then, it starts going up against humans, but it's kind of there's this subtle indication that it's not becoming as intelligent and is just relying on brute force. Whereas Naru kind of learns, like very much learns that, like you know, it's more about intelligence and knowing what to do rather than just being good at doing it. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd sort of agree with that. I didn't get the impression that this predator was young necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was. You know, kind of, it was new to the world, so it was kind of, it was kind yeah. of coming its way through it, and then just just decided that it wasn't a particular threat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could say like, I, like I, I would say maybe young, as in like more inexperienced, but it probably, it, I mean, well, we don't know its age, but we can, but whatever the age is, again, it's well, not. Really- I didn't even get the impression that it wasn't an experienced hunter. It was just inexperienced with the terrain because it used all its kit well. There wasn't any indication that it was having trouble, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure I'd agree with that because I don't think there's anything in the film itself that actually really supports that idea. Yeah. But that, that being said, I think it does show the lack of that adaptation point. I completely agree with. It does just keep trying to brute force its way through, so it leaves itself open to a lot of setup. And the predator's not very smart, like especially because it can't, it can't follow laser dots, a laser dot sight like the. Um, even the Comanches were able to notice the laser dot sight. They didn't know what it meant because obviously there's no such thing as a sniper at that in that time, yeah. those times. Or at least, well, there was no such thing as a sniper with a red 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 dot yeah. sight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact that it couldn't even adapt to that, despite the fact that it was own weapons, did sort of show that there was a lack of intelligence, which mm-hmm. did, which did then give um, an advantage to the prey in the film, and then help the predator become the prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's kind of a a bit of a theme as well. That like um the line is kind of blurred between predator and prey, and it does that through like uh, the the whole hunting aspect as well. Um, so for like for example, you have the introduction of the uh, the French trappers. Um, and they're kind of the predators, especially to Naru and her brother. But uh, then that becomes reversed, and they become the prey to the actual predator. You know, in that um because like because because the film um it kind of it, it, it's like everybody is kind of at some point a predator or the prey if that makes sense like even the animals yeah. you see in the film are so like e- even just individually like you, you get a couple scenes early on of an animal like eating or like tackling another animal like the snake eating the ma- the mouse or the wolf eating the rat like getting the rabbit and they're the predator, and then they kind of reverse it and realize, oh no, they're actually the prey. Um, it's that kind of, it, it's an interestingly, I think what it is, is it's sort of, 
it's sort of symbolic and thematic. And I think what it also is, it's a sign that the movie is kind of slightly is it's kind of playing with your expectations as well, in a sense. Yeah, I can see that. Because I did find the film to be um, surprisingly unpredictable. Like, I didn't really know. I, I knew eventually it was going to end in, like, a fight between Nauru and the and the main Predator. But I didn't really know all the steps that w- would be taken to get to that point. Um, the film does have a few, like, surprises in store. Uh, you know, but they're very... But they're not very, like, self-conscious ones. They're very, like, you know... Simple. They feel natural, and it, 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 I think what it does really well this film, and I think this is part of why the surprise it works as well, is it grounds you really heavily in Nano's perspective. Mm-hmm, so that when you're when you're watching it and you're kind of you know analysing it and trying to figure out what's going to happen next, you've only got really mm-hmm. Nano's vision and the threat, Nano's worldview, and the threat that you know um, that the. Oh, what do we call it? That the um, that the predator is capable of that you've seen. Mm-hmm. So you you don't. So sometimes some of her ideas are seem a bit off the off the cuff and desperate because they are. Mm-hmm. And it, but the, the surprises still count because you don't always see what the other characters are doing. So for example, when the tribe really turns on her, I found that quite shocking personally. Because mm-hmm. um, as much as they were you know disapproving of the fact that she was trying to hunt. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the impression that they were, you know, waiting the wings to, to you know, assault her like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I mean, because because like because what's interesting about the film uh, and what a like so so there's one thing in in the series that it kind of sticks to, but another thing that sort of subverts it does it stick it does stick to the whole idea that the predator is kind of invading a film in progress because because that's kind of what the very first film was and even the others to an extent. Uh, the very it's like the predator is coming into this story that is already taking place and changing it completely, and that's what prey does as well, which makes it feel very in line. Well, the thing is, it doesn't it doesn't change it. The but I disagree with that. It yeah, changes well, well, I wouldn't say I, I don't mean in that like it kind of like I understand what you mean because you know the character like, drive doesn't change it. Yeah, so it doesn't change the story stuff. It make it changes the the, the genre. But well, I mean, just only because we've seen the. Predator films, but it doesn't change the genre expectations anymore. But it does change the genre setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I mean more is like I kind of shakes it up a bit because it adds this like new element to the story. But I can see what you mean in the sense that you know, inherently, even if you were to replace the predator with just like maybe a really big threatening animal, it could still, it would still kind of general. The story could still generally function in the same way. I do see what you mean. Is, is that more what you mean? Yeah, like if you if you if you introduced any kind of foreign predator or just a little thing, it'd still work. Or even the bare bones of the story don't require the predator mm-hmm. to be the. I mean, it, I mean, it does in the way because it's like you know this massively overwhelming force. That's all the predator represents. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's sufficiently alien to the Comanches, you could do it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason it couldn't, for example, be um, a really severe American plains hunter. Um, from um, New Jersey, for example, it's just like super, super aggressive and super effective with better technology. Because that's all the, that's really what the, what the films are about. It's yeah, it's about what happens when you're out when you're out gunned and you're you're under you're under prey. Because the whole one of the reasons the predator is such an effective killing machine 
it's not just inherently physical it's technological for a lot yeah part of it. yeah 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 which is why i think putting it in the in a past setting like that is inherently kind of creative and clever and a bit more threatening because the humans are kind of outmatched because they're not they they don't have like they have no clue about any of this futuristic technology you know um yeah 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 so i do agree with that and i can i can also understand as well because like because it's also in regards to in regards to what you're saying as well it's also like the the lead character her kind of arc in the film as well is is what it what it is based on is that the 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 predator props it up. But I do agree that if you even if you took out the predator and it was as you said, you know, a very very advanced human hunter, it's still generally a story about you know like somebody who uh, wants to like uh, wants to do something is challenged very heavily, uh, encounters all these kinds of problems, but kind of is eventually able to overcome that adverse that like adversary and ends up managing to defeat the like defeat them uh even kind of using like basically their own tools against them you know it ends up becoming not only respected in their tribe but also like kind of gains that sort of self-worth that they've been looking for uh and also has a bit of an understanding as well of um how of sort of the complexities of like being a hunter as well because that's i think what the film also highlights uh there's that line early on where um uh, the village elder basically says that like you know there's more to like like for like hunting is kind of about survival and the film i think kind of shows the different levels in the it is often about survival it's also about personal glory it's also about profit it's also about you know and you sort of see that in a couple of the other characters like the predator or like the french trappers so you kind of it feels like a bit of an exploration of hunting as well, like the different motives and stuff. Yeah, I mean it does it does it does seem like that, which is quite it's quite inter- which is quite interesting because it kind of really it doesn't glamorize it, glorify it, but it doesn't demonize it either. It kind of just very Not objectively much. presents the dangers and the threats of that kind of primal way of living and that mm-hmm. thing, and it makes for an interesting bit of tension because at the one hand you do connect with it on. I hate to keep using the word primal, but a primal level because yeah. it's because it's you know it's such a basic part of our instinct, but we also don't use it anymore, so it seems kind of alien, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, but in, in in terms of that of uh, the different thing for the series as well, uh, it, like one aspect that I did find a little bit different is the um, <clears throat> oh, actually, I've got eight. Uh, it, it, it was related to the main character. I, th- I, I think. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get into this because this is another point that I was just thinking about as well. Uh, what I kind of, what I like about, like, what feels a bit different about the main character in this film compared to the other ones is that, like, uh, she's not in any way. She's not like a tough. But well, 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 she is tough. But she's she's not like tough in the same way that like. Arnold Schwarzenegger was tough or even Danny Glover in Predator 2 or anything like that. She's kind of tough in a different sense in that she, she's very she's mentally not, tough and determined, but she's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she's a bit the underdog. I would say in this situation, she, she is very, much, everything, everything in the film sets her up to be really well as well, actually. Yeah. 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 She, she's, she's very skilled and very good, but she is still like, she's more clear, a bit more clearly outmatched than perhaps like the other characters in the other films because 
um again well because because of some of what we kind of stated already but um also even within her own tribe she is slightly a bit of an outsider and um it's almost yeah it's 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 almost weird like and this sounds very weird but it's almost it's almost a little bit like a very a bit a, a more realistic rough take on like a typical um kind of fantasy plot or a typical or a typical like plot of like you know a like a woman who's in a situation uh, who's in like a society and they don't really approve of something that she wants to do and she's a bit rebellious and she goes against the grain and this film kind of is a bit like that uh in naru's character uh but you know but it's very much but what's interesting about it is that you know like It, it, it's kind of it's a story it, it, it just it does that well and also i think what it does is that um it kind of allow it uses that as an opportunity for like character growth as well how she kind of you know i think it because i i think the relationship between her and her brother is a bit vital to the film and i think oh, it's massively so, massively so yeah 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 and it's not and it you know, it it starts off like a little bit tense because of you know disagreements and all that. Because especially in regards to the tiger stuff, because you know she actually basically loses against the tiger, but as revealed later on, she what she did did help you know him get the tiger. So in that sense, it's kind of both saying that you know it's it's kind of balancing this perspective of like you know on the one hand, like yeah, she's not like great, but also she is good in her own way. And eventually, when the brother dies, it does literally become her completely on her own. You know, she doesn't have a brother, and her it's it's kind of a matter. Of, it's a bit of a balance of respect in the sense of like you know, the brother did stuff, but so did she, and now he's gone, and now she has to actually like you know save him. But yeah, that, but but that was really good, and I you know I actually felt really bad when the brother died as well. It was kind of a it was kind of a Oh uh, no! Uh, I didn't. Uh, I, don't, I I liked him. I yeah. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to see him die. That was kind of my reaction. Yeah. Well, I say I, I really liked like the death, and I think I think one thing it did also show was the uh, you know was the power of community. It did show the power of community in a certain way because without the help, she never would have done it. But mm-hmm. like the way that that help kind of came in and worked was really really effective because it was like it showed it showed people sacrificing for each other and things like that. I think mm-hmm. kind of you know. Very subtly, sort of um, made that point about. I think that's quite a fun point, mate. Especially in like today's sort of um, world where collaboration can sometimes get a bit frowned upon. It's quite interesting mm-hmm. to get it back to the primal roots where that was like the key way that we survived and have it on such clear display. I think that's quite just interesting. Yeah, 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 was, yeah. Even more, it wasn't a massively intentional point. I just it was just something I quite enjoyed seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you also see it in a dog as well, because a dog is completely helpful all throughout. You know, the do- the dog's probably one of the most uh, uh, likable characters in the film because he's just so loyal and you know, and he constantly helps out and stuff like that. The the the, uh, the dog does, and um, and you and you kind of you 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 get that sense of a relationship as well, and that's and that's kind of an interesting, a bit of an interesting parallel. Because you can view like the predator as like you know as animalistic to an extent, um, and it's kind of it's almost like you have the difference between like the animals that you see the predator kill when they hunt other animals, uh, the predator the predator itself, and the dog, which is you know the most like innocent creature in the film, but still can like 
do its own thing and can still survive you know and it's much more it, it's an interesting um it's kind of it, it's a bit of a connection as well it depends on how much you see the predator as an animal yeah i think it I, yeah i think it does because if you if you do there's a way that you can parallel the you can you can easily parallel the um the the dog with the with the predator mm-hmm. as like yeah, different, yeah, as yeah, like different ways animals can function in terms of their perception and things like that yeah 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 and it's kind of it's a bit i i'd say it's a bit of a foil for the predator itself you know and um yeah, 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 yeah. I think it work, It works very well. Then, and and that's so that's stuff about the writing. Let's move on to the technical stuff because this movie was. Re- I I I think this was really well done. Um, I think yeah. it's yeah. I think it's uh, excellently shot. Uh, I think it's it's I, very. I think the photography was really good. And do you know what? I think part of what made it so good was how close it was. Mm-hmm. Like it was not afraid at all to get in close to the characters and really. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was close, but not like to the point to where it felt very like 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 too low budget or too much like they were trying to hide stuff or too much like you know, no. um, or, or even like a bit of a like because sometimes it can be a bit of a like misguided stylistic choice. But I think it, I think there was that good balance between like giving us the environment. You know, the the film just looks beautiful. It's oh, beautiful. Draw, the opening as well. Like yeah. you don't get introduced to any of the characters. It's literally just some really beautiful landscape shots. Yeah, and some of the animals that get that get to it, it gives you an idea of every environment in the film, so that you understand what it feels like to be in and how it works, without um, without creating massive issues in terms of um, you know in terms of uh, the space or the danger or anything like that. I find that I found that really quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if it, yeah, but like you know, what's but what I think is good is that you know kind of i i think a strength again of that first film as well is that i did i did like that there was a lot of parts in that first movie especially in the third act they didn't have a lot of dialogue and this film i think has a good balance as well because there are definitely stretches that don't have dialogue in them where nobody's saying anything and it is just the visuals like saying everything um and i think the um the film itself it feels very patient it kind of takes its time a bit um especially like you do sort of see the predator but you don't really see it fully you know you kind of it's mostly camouflaged again and it you know i think the film uh understands you know you, you do have to wait a while to like properly fully see the predator uh but it still gives you those little glimpses and um i think it's kind of it, it it's it's a direction thing and but it's also a matter of you know like patience as well and then and then yeah, but the and the, and then when it gets into the action, that's very well done too. The violence itself, it's very it's very over the top, but it's not cartoonish. Uh it's very it, it's very brutal. And I think the film really peaks in that third act with that entire like French trapper like get massacre, basically. Cause you know, it's like it's kind of satisfying to see them die, but it's also quite brutal and it's quite tense in its own way as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm. Because, like, you know, because, you know, because you're seeing them die and you're seeing, like, the Predator using all of these different, like, gizmos and stuff like that, including, like, you know, the net and uh, also what looks to be, like, the bomb, but instead it's kind of, well, well, it is kind of, it's a bomb, but it's not the same as, like, you know, the bit that blows up the entire thing. It releases different bombs and then they blow up and stuff like that. And you kind of see that and you're getting, like, this, you know, the 
uh, uh Naru and her brother tied to the tree, like trying to get out and stuff like that, and conversing. And it's very, it, it's very well done. It's very satisfying, and you know, see, it's even more satisfying when you get the final battle as well between the two of them. Um, and you know, you you kind of like it, it, it's just really it, it's very gratifying to see her actually like finally defeat it as well um and also like you know get get the leader who cut her brother to like you know use him as bait as well like that was i think that was a smart move too and i think yeah that was that was quite nice because again it really get it really got to the core of that more tactical and uh, you know intelligent mindset i feel that it went through before but also you know that also allowed for some really uh... hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Um, moments of false tension, you know, some really big moments of false tension, like when he was going for that rifle and you just had that, you had that shot of his eyes and you had um, the, um, and, you, and then you obviously had him reaching for the gun and crawling towards it and actually reaching it and all you could see was, um, was her turned away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, yeah. It was normally the setup for attention for a last minute reversal where the person who seems like they're trapped and down puts the bullet, is able to put a bullet into, um, you know, their capture and get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Then obviously she's, she's thought that one through, mm-hmm. which kind of gives the, you know, which kind of then makes you start thinking about how else it could be subvert, how else they could subvert the normal situation so that mm-hmm. when the predator does show up, it doesn't feel immediately like, it's just going to annihilate her like every other time it's kind of yeah just... yeah 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 absolutely like you know you know for a fact that uh she can potentially beat it but it does still give her a good fight and um yeah 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 that yeah that was a very well done final fight awesome. scene um the film awesome. yeah, go ahead i think the gore effects in these the, these films are really well done in this film was really well done like it didn't like it didn't read to me, even though I'm pretty sure most of the blood probably was digital and not practical. Mm-hmm. It didn't read massively to me as digital blood, which was, which was quite good. 
yeah i agree i agree with that um uh, i did yeah i thought it yeah it looked it looked it did look good um you know i think i think the predator looked quite good as well um you know i think i do yeah, think I thought it was an interesting look. look um it's obviously not the classic look and i think yeah but it, it made it again it fit with the time period because it looked more like it was wearing a mask made of bones yeah yeah i was wondering whether or not that was like well, well if, if it is his first time going on the planet then most likely i don't know if he made that mask himself uh he but was seeing them and taking the skeletons wasn't he so yeah 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 actually yeah 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 that is true so it, it okay, could be so that he what he did yeah yeah it could be that he just created the mask or something and it was a bit of a but it yeah but but i like yeah i did like that because it looked um it was very different but it sort of looked like especially knowing that it could have potentially been made from bone because it did look very bony knowing that that did make uh the kind of it it does help us make it work a bit more as a prequel because this feels it feels less advanced you know Um, it it also gives like a massive amount of um threat to that character it does bring that threat level back up because it's you know it's how terrifying is it for something to walk through with bone mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah especially, yeah yeah especially one that just looks like a protective like plate you know a, a protective plate that you know like is very very again it, it does look very like warrior-esque you know and it is kind of it does look like tough and very very you know but yeah i yeah i think it works quite well um I think you know again, and you know, in this predator. I think I, I think he was played by. So it's obviously was played by an, an actual actor. I don't know if it was like a case of motion capture or whether or not it could have been motion capture combined with like an actual costume. But uh, yeah, he bl- he blended into the environment quite well. Um, he kind of like, and he you know, like you got you got a real like you got a good alien sense from him, but you also. Again, got this like a natural part of the environment in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. What I think that's down to mm-hmm. uh, really decent costume design in terms of the colours. Because you notice he's mostly like grey and he's mostly grey and grey and brown. And mm-hmm. the, the environment that it's in and the colour palette of the film is very brown, mm-hmm. which helps make it feel natural. But the grey, mm-hmm. grey, while not being a massive standout, mm-hmm. does stand out from most most of the other characters in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then adds this extra layer to it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I did quite like the look. It was a bit, um, it was a bit, it was kind of a bit of a warm looking film as well, even when it was a bit dark. I think that's just because there is a lot of fire. There's a lot of orange, uh, so there was sort of this warm quality to it that um, I think it was, I think, helped to serve as perhaps a little bit of the contrast to the. Uh, fairly to, to the fairly like dark very um gritty story uh and also weirdly it did make it i wouldn't say it made it look older but it made it like visually it looked a bit like it could take place in the same universe as the first film you know i mean it does but like it, it looks it i think it just it invokes that look without needing to have it be like a jungle setting again you know kind of or or even like set in like a hot place as well because the first two films were like set in very hot locations and this one isn't this is a much it's a much cooler it looks much cooler and much colder but there's still a bit of a warm color palette to it that um yeah yeah that i I think was good but like but despite that you know 
it doesn't feel like it trades on like the grittiness of it especially not with you know um the seat like the scenes in the river i think helped convey that sort of like the cold harsh wood saying no it doesn't feel like it's doing gritty for the sake of it either it, it feels like it's doing it to create the narrative tension to um just kind of honestly tell its story and i think mm-hmm. that that's part of the reason that the gritty tone of this one works really well mm-hmm. yeah 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 i agree yeah yeah uh the music also helps too the music i think um sets the tone very well uh it feels almost reminiscent of um uh, oh i don't know if it, it feels like you're watching kind of a an, it, which this movie kind of is but like it feels like you, you are watching like a um an old-fashioned like historical movie um i was trying to think of what the score reminded me of um and i, I think i don't know if it reminded me of a film in particular but i think the instruments that we use the very old instruments helped give it this sort of older classical feeling that blended in well with the setting as well uh, did you notice anything about the music um yeah i mean i thought i thought it worked pretty well it did evoke a tribal feeling uh, it didn't really remind me of any films particularly mm-hmm. um honestly i think a lot of the time it helped give it more of a thriller than a horror vibe mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I would actually argue this isn't a horror film it's a thriller yeah but yeah 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 mm-hmm. i think yeah i think that's part of the, like the, it was there's a very pounding drum the mm-hmm. guy that yeah. gave the sense of impending dread which was really nice in it yeah 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 definitely and also but there yeah and there are also some other in like some other like instruments that we used oh, I, can't, I, I can't remember what they are but like you know something it almost sounded a bit like violin like but not but old-fashioned violin almost it's it's the kind of thing where when you hear it, it it's almost like you think of like horses or you think of something that's a bit older or you you do think of a bit of a tribal saying you know you think of that stuff when you get the like this kind of it's this again old-fashioned violin is what comes to mind in my mind um you know but but again it's very and it felt just felt very unique as well and it, even more uniquely as well uh, i don't think the the classic predator theme doesn't play at all in the film which is a surprise as well but i think it differentiates it a little bit and it gives it its own like kind of musical identity that's kind of separate to the other films as well well i kind of like it as well because it, it's just it's a, it, it's for the, for the predator franchise it's a very different kind of film Mm-hmm. It's a lot, you know, as much as the basic setup's the same, it, you know, it puts the protagonist in a very different, while putting it in the same spot, it makes that protagonist for once feel like they're actually in the spot they should be. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look at, you look, you look at, you know, there's all the original Predator films, you know, and you're almost there like, are you sure you're, you guys are being outclassed here? Or mm-hmm. are you like, there's, you know, there's, a, there's that little bit of doubt that, about whether they would be so outclassed. Mm-hmm. Well, what this well because this film sets up the threat so well in comparison to the threats that the characters in the film, yeah, you know, that aren't the predator face. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 and have those threats be still like fairly noteworthy again with the tiger and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. It just you know it, it adds that believability, and I think that's what this film has really going for it is mm-hmm. is. It's the believability. I think that's what makes it. So I think one of the things for me with Predator is that the first one was great because it was it was completely new and it set up the threat. And then the sequels tried to expand to the law, but they didn't do anything to add to the actual stakes that much in terms of yeah. what the characters were faced with. And because of that, the expansion didn't really feel like it mattered because the Predator doesn't need to be fleshed out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Say, there's no reason to to flesh out a predator, the predator, or you know, oh, it came from this planet, oh, it did this. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care because all yeah. you really need to know about the predator is that it is more advanced than you. It will mm-hmm. find you and it will kill you. Yeah, I agree. I, I I do agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's it, it's back to the, the the film is back to basics in a good way. Um, and you know it, ha- it has that going for it, and it also kind of it, it it sort of um, <clears throat> uh, oh, like it also what it does do in like um, in comparison to like yeah, in compa- like it do, it do, like it, there, there is also only one predator in the film as well, which is unique too because like like obviously i pointed to you know like they're not being um like the like the absence of the main theme but also there's the absence of um it, actually it's kind of like the first film where the most you saw was another ship and in the credit if you stay through the credits of the film to like well to the middle of the credits they're showing cave paintings and at the end they show a cave painting of uh multiple ships uh so that's it's kind of like the first film where it is purely one threat and you get just a mild in like sense that there's more it's not like in predator 2 where predators show up at the end or abp or anything like that you know it's kind of just it it sticks it just to one and i think when you make one predator very very threatening uh that to me is very much honoring you know the very first film because just one predator alone was able to in, to do so much you know was it and i think that's and that was a great choice i think that they made um yeah it it just it just doesn't complicate it i think i think that's what this film does really well it's not complicated it knows what it wants to do it just tells its story i think that's where a lot of films especially of late they fall flat you know trying to be complicated in you know the kind of stuff they've got set up as opposed to being complex in the way they're written yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think it's it's sometimes the issue when you get too far into a franchise. You know, where, where, when you get too far into it, um, unless you have some sort of like ongoing story or narrative, or it, I mean, even then, it can still like not work. But you know, it like sometimes it's good to kind of um, strip that away and just kind of focus on the strengths. And in the case of Predator, you know, the whole strength is like is you know, it's very much a thriller and a survival story, and you know a story of you know like man versus beast or you know like alien versus human and stuff like that and and that's and that's what the film does very well and that's what this film does very well and um i mean i'd argue that stripping it back to basics is kind of the whole reason that um halloween 2018 did so well yeah 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 i agree and that it, it's kind of like you know like all the lore and the stuff you know that's like like in the in the case of that film absolutely yeah 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 because it you know, it, it's like you don't need law. What you need is the threat of the main villain. You know, like that is more effective than law can ever be. I mean, and not that Prey doesn't have any kind of a law aspect, because one thing it does have is that you do have that gun that gets given to the uh, that gets given to Danny Glover at the end of Predator Two. But in the film itself, it feels completely natural. Um, and that's also, and that's one other thing as well. I want to say is that there are callbacks but they feel completely natural, you know? They don't feel at all, like, grown-worthy or, like, they're forced yeah. into the film. I mean, no, I mean nothing feels complete, like, contrived in this one. It kind of... Yeah. It kind of just just, just plays, and I think... 
you know how natural this this one feels is great is a great aspect of it because it just again it helps that believability and it's immersive this one mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's really immersive and the sound oh sure i've not talked about the sound design oh yeah i loved the sound oh yeah it it, 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 it like i said it, it was uncomplicated but what you know what it did was it it, it got us it got the environmental sounds that would be the most frightening and disturbing and put them in there it mm-hmm. had certain bits of sound that were like full sleeves like there was constantly some sort of branch breaking or some sort of um noise that um could prime you so oh is the predator there and ultimately it never you know it never really mattered that much until the big climax rounds obviously but it helped to create that tense destabilizing atmosphere that you probably feel as prey which i thought i thought was a really smart choice yeah, yeah, I didn't notice it as much as you, but I still thought it was very good. Um, I still, I, yeah, I, I still thought it was very well done. Um, it's, it's still, it did sound really good. And, um, you know, it, it kind of also, it kind of had this, um, oh, what was it? It's sort of like, I, I liked how the Predator sounded as well. Um, particularly there was a moment, there, there were a couple moments where you could hear it making the noise and it was quite creepy, you know, when it, when it just made the, like, the, oh, the, the, the noise. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. That was, that was that was well done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, so so I I guess last major point as well. Like like I, I think we should talk about uh, the acting too. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Amber uh, Midfunder, I think that's her name. Uh she was really good. Um I think what's int- another point of comparison you can make between this film and like and other films as well and and the other films in the series as well is kind of is how they cast their leads and in this case i feel like uh the the way she's cast is very very fitting for the main character because she, she she's kind of she's a bit of a supporting actress and she hasn't really had a big role in a franchise film so this kind of that very much fits in with naru trying to like you know prove herself as being very worthy and you know and kind of learning stuff and doing stuff because it's also the first time she's done all these like stuff this stunt work but she really she does really well i think she kind of she says quite a lot with her eyes uh and she really convinces in the physical department and she's a very like um she's a very tough heroine but she also feels completely she feels human but she also feels very intelligent as well she's the kind of she's the kind of like tough character that you can protagonist that you can definitely get behind quite a lot yeah i'd agree with that i think she's got that right balance you know she she plays with that right balance of vulnerability that bit of overconfidence but also the there's this sense of you know competence that is in there i think a lot of it is done in the reaction shots or the mm-hmm. way that she moves like she's a lot more frantic when obviously under pressure and when she's wanting to um or you know when she's when when things start going going wrong but once she goes in and has that plan you get this much slower you know movement of rhythm and things like that and i thought that that worked really well i think she handled emotional moments quite well despite not having that much dialogue in the film she kind of you know the way that she used her eyes on her hands to cover certain certain parts of her mouth and things like that was was quite effective Mm-hmm. yeah 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 i agree uh, uh the guy playing her brother also did quite well too um i think he i think he matched her very well i think he was um <clears throat> he kind of like he kind of he, he sold his character well like he had that like like kind of tough slightly leader quality but still not like and again bit disapproving but still ultimately a good a decent guy and um i think 
the, the and, and and I think yeah, I think they sold it very well. Uh, I think that the uh, the again the 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 cool thing about it as well is that like in comparison again in comparison to a couple of the other leads uh uh amber herself is a bit more like she's a little bit smaller as well which i think works as a bit of a comparison especially if you go all the way back to uh arnold schwarzenegger as well because you know in comparison like she's she's very much the opposite of that which i think kind of increases the threat level of the predator which is quite big and burly well, yeah because it just adds to the because, like, because I mean, she's agile and very good, but she's also, you know, you have this predator that's quite big, and uh, again, yeah, I think it, it just it just helps it stand out from the series. You know, it helps it it brings freshness to the series. So yeah, uh, so you were saying about the uh, the kind of the size? Yeah, well, it kind of adds to that underdog feeling because she's you know physically smaller than the previous predator. Um, protagonist and kind of a lot of the animals and the uh, that were the you know earlier threats loomed over her the tribe kind of looms over her so it kind of prevent and obviously the trees and everything around her the environment she's in is so all-encompassing all-encroaching and surrounding it really adds to the idea that she, you know that she's really got to overcome these almost insurmountable odds and mm-hmm. she does and yeah yeah yeah, yeah feels a lot grander when she walks in with the skull because it's very much kind of gives you the you know the very classic David and Goliath vibes which while narratively simple work an absolute treat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like it, uh, like it's even it's even to the point where even the environment is kind of against her because you have that one little bit um as soon as this happened I could kind of tell that we were going to come back to this later uh, but not in the way that you would expect, especially given how this was used in the first film. But there's a bit where she falls in that basically like mud mud pit, right? And, you know, on the, on its own, it's really, really tense and uncomfortable because that's just naturally like a really horrifying potential fate. But also like, you know, you see her working to get out of it uh, and you kind of like, you, you, you think that the mud's going to be used for camouflage, but then they subvert it and show at the end that it's used as part of the trap, you know, showing her her thinking as well, how she becomes a lot smarter and also how she's able to get the predator right where she wants him, you know, right in one spot. So therefore she can then kill him. Um, that, uh, that was quite well done. It was, it was a good use of like, it was a good kind of Chekhov. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good like Chekhov's gun. And again, it was subversive because I thought like, I mean, she washes off the mud, but you still you, you think in some way, oh, mud's going to play. But it's not really the mud; it's the quicksandy aspect to it, you know. And that was quite good. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to say as well because so the 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 the, the, fine, the the actual the other thing I just wanted to mention as well is um, I did so appreciate that this film, um, you know, it's like it, it, it's only an hour, it's an hour and forty minutes. Um, yeah, thankfully, and I'm very very glad that it was that because. Um, it kind of just allowed it to like, if it spent any time in any way on like stuff that wasn't directly related to the main freight, it was just character stuff. Like it did devote time to character. Didn't feel like it was very much skimping out on character. And it felt like if anything, um, it being shorter was more noteworthy and more necessary for the smaller cast that you had. And also, so therefore you could, both balance like spending a bit of time with them but also spending time on like 
showing the situation itself you know and yeah it was very tight uh it didn't really didn't really drag at all it wasn't that fast paced but it also didn't drag uh i didn't feel like it went on too long um yeah i think and that's just again something i quite respect as well about them because i think they could have easily i think they could have bloated it perhaps they could have pushed it to two hours when it didn't really need to be well, yeah i mean they easily could have done i mean i can think of several films off the top of my head that do get done like that mm-hmm. but it kind of had the confidence to go nope this is our story this is all that needs this is what i'm telling and because of that if you know it was a tight focused thing that stayed tense throughout and mm-hmm. had the right emotional payoff so i'm really mm-hmm. glad they did what they did with it yeah 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 definitely overall yeah on the so overall yeah uh yeah prey was very solid uh it's very much um it's definitely I, I i like a lot of people will say like best since the original and yeah i i do, I do agree with that um i think that it's quite um i think that it, but i think that even if you're a newcomer um i think you'll be perfectly fine um i think if anything it's yeah, like, it's a fairly it not, good it does not require in-depth knowledge of the franchise at all no 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 and, and i think you know if you if you, yeah if you're a newcomer this will be this will be quite a very strong introduction into the series um and I think you know if you're if you weren't a fan of the sequels, I think this is a very very th- 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 this is a really good one. Again, it's one of the better prequels that I've seen in recent memory. Um, and I think part of the reason why that is is because like it is a prequel, but it's not bogged down by having to be a prequel. You know, no, it very much tells its own story and doesn't doesn't really do like 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 you say as much as there are callbacks, it's not really connected. Like, you know, it could stand on its own as a completely different film and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that, like, I think originally at one point they were planning on, like, trying to potentially, like, almost uh, Trojan horse this film onto us by pretending that it was unrelated and then revealing that it was a Predator film. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I mean, watching the film, I think it's I think it's good to keep in mind the prior films because i think it like it makes you slightly believe in the threat that it po- the predator poses but i still think that it does kind of work even if you know nothing about the predator the, the predator character and what it does because it, it it sets that up very well in the film itself so uh it could almost, it could almost work better it would align you with the perspective of the main character even better Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you are slightly aligned in that she kind of knows that it's serious, but she doesn't know she doesn't know quite how serious it is, you know. And she she's still in the dark, but she just knows that something's up, you know. She just knows like, okay, this is this is different, but she doesn't know that it's an alien. Even when she sees it, she can only describe it, referring back to a mon- like a monster in a fairy tale, you know. And um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So which I think again adds to the whole a- the alien characteristic of the antagonist um yeah 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 overall uh, very good uh very impressive uh really good uh, really good second feature as well for its uh director as well he kind of uh he did a uh, 10 cloverfield lane and this is definitely this is a bit more ambitious as well and he, he, he pulls it off well he's very i mean he's shown himself to be quite a competent director have you seen a uh, 10 cloverfield lane um, I haven't actually oh, okay yeah I, i'd recommend it i mean it's different because it's like a bottle film and this isn't but both of these movies show that he's quite a good up-and-coming director, especially like when he's a part of a like a, a, a pre-existing series or prior film or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah, this was this was very good. Um, so basically, as a kind of uh, as a bit of a teaser for what's going to come next for uh, this kind of sub show, uh, 
the plan is that in September, I'm going to cover the films that I saw at the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do it with Jack because um, he won't have been in the... He, he, he obviously isn't coming on holiday with me or anything like that. So it would just feel a bit like useless for me to just describe it to you know somebody who hasn't seen them versus um me like doing it like i a potential guest who's going to be on my this episode with me is going to be my mother because she'll have seen a lot of the films so uh you know hopefully that works out and you know hopefully you know we converse well and uh, i'm going to try not to spoil anything about any of the films and if i do i'll add a spoiler warning uh yeah so that's the plan and uh as for October, uh, it's going to be, I am going to cover Halloween ends. Um, but I was also thinking of doing perhaps a separate episode as well, perhaps a more general horror one. But again, all this stuff isn't fully set in stone and it might change. So yeah, overall, uh, yeah, that's it from me. And yeah. That's it for me as well. Thank you very much for having me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.